so that you pray that you just don't worship God because things are going good. Now, how many had bad weeks? All kinds. I mean, different times things were bad, you know. Your job, your car, your finances, whatever. Okay. But the thing is that you worship God in it when you're in that. That's what builds your faith. If everything goes smooth and good, you don't need faith. What do you need faith for? What do you need a car for if you never go anywhere? What do you need? What do you need a bank account for if you never have to pay any bills? See, it's simple. It's not hard. What do you need water for if you never take a bath? <laughs> it's not difficult. It's, it's real simple. People make it difficult, right? That's that's what we have, it. and that's what the Lord gives us. It's a gift from God. He gave you faith to help you because He knew the world around us would not suffice. God is the answer. God is the key to all things. I was thinking about uh, last week when I talked to Sandy. Sandy Hondles is that 
she did have COVID and uh, she still has a pretty bad cough. She said she was going to try to get out this Sunday, but I guess because the temperature is going down, she doesn't want to chance that, which we understand. Anyways, we liked her testimony that she said. When she looks back over her life, um, how she say that she knows and she can see that even when her husband divorced her and different things happened that weren't nice in her life, she could see that God was still there with her through everything she went through, and then he still helped her she to get through there. He helped encourage her to raise her two sons. She raised her two sons. For herself, yeah. So, yeah. So, God's right there. He's in the barrel with us when we're going through things. And we were, learning, we were reading an article the other day, and maybe one Sunday I'll share that with you. Uh, with the class on on the changing seasons, just like our our natural seasons change. Yay, March thirteenth, we go into spring. How many's ready for that? That's a natural season. I'm ready for it. I'm now this cold. I don't like the cold anyway, but when you told me the cold's good for the farmers. So I stopped cursing the cold. <laughs> or we won't have their food. <laughs> right? So I can't hate the cold. I can dislike it, but now I can't hate it no more. So, okay. But we go through seasons spiritually also. We go through winter times where it's cold, it's damp, you don't like it, everything's barren mostly. And so spiritually we go through seasons also. Ecclesiastics said there's a purpose for all things right. under the sun. That's right. All things. So, but what we have to keep a hold of and remember, God's with us in every single season. He's right there. Now, I know some of you read this before, and we used to have it up on the board for a long time. I don't know if anybody ever looked at the board. Sometimes we post things up there that should encourage you encourages us and we post it up there where um it said when when the when you're in the midst of the test the teacher is quiet when you're taking the test at school when you went to school and you're in school the teacher's quiet she's not trying to teach you 50 million other things she's letting you take your test in the, in the natural and god's the same way he may be quiet during the test you don't know what's going on you don't know why it's going on you don't know when it's going to end etc etc but god's just being quiet why because faith isn't just believing god will it's knowing he will you got to know he will because he said he will amen well this is uh First Sunday of the month, and for two months I missed our treasure chest. I kept forgetting it. So if you saved any coins for the treasure chest or some bills, we'll take some bills too. This all goes to the building fund. We're still doing work and different things we have to order for classes or whatever or the office. So that money's all go in, in for that. So if you have any coins you want to bring up or any bills. Put that in there. Otherwise, we're going to receive the morning's tithes and offerings. And then we're just going to worship with one song so the pastor has time. And Seth picked this song and asked about us playing this. And I 
hadn't heard this new one yet, so I listened to it last night and this morning. It's, it's an awesome worship song. It's for you to worship the Lord. You need to know how and learn how to stand in the presence of God and worship him. He deserves it. He deserves every ounce of worship you give him if he never does another thing for you in your life. He saved you from a burning hell for all eternity. And you need to praise him and thank him for that. He is worthy. Amen. So Seth, if you want to receive the morning's tithes and offerings. Orion had his scout thing this morning, so that they have once a year, so the whole troop has to meet, so that's where they are. They said they'll meet next week. Got all the prayer calls ready. Thank you for making them for us. So we have prayer calls again, and uh, the scripture is on there for them. She got that on there. Now we're going to uh, fancy them up a little bit with some. That's all right. We, we're going to make the edges like scallops and all that, make them a little more fancier. But we do have prayer claws. The prayer claws, as we told you last week, are just a point of contact. There's no magic in them. But we did pray over them, anoint them, and uh, We've seen God do things through the prayer calls that we've handed out. So uh, remember one lady down in our house church, she got one to put in her under her husband's truck seat. <laughs> and brought him in. Yeah. Brought him into the house of the God, uh, house of God. The point Amen. of contact when we went to prayer for his soul salvation. Yeah. And he started coming into the church with us. I think someone got, else put one in their husband's pillowcase or something. He got saved Yes, yeah, so uh, you have to know it's not just something you do for a magical uh, right. response. It's uh, that you believe in your heart. God speaks to your heart to do a thing. So when God tells you to do a thing, you do what God tells you. And then He will move on that because that's your faith in action. And He's moving on your faith being in action in His Word of what He told you. Amen. We knew one lady had put a sticky note under her seat side her, that her husband's going to be sitting there, and he came in too. So yes, you need to, you know, just ask the Lord what He has for you, and that's what you do. Amen. All right, let's worship a little bit, and then Pastor has a good word for you today. You know, I, I love the different expressions of the character of the artist that they put in their songs as they sing. You know, I think that's awesome that you listen to their heart and the words, the way they express themselves. Everyone that God gives his song, you know, can be a tune in your house, can be in your car, can be out in the field while you're working, you know, whatever you're doing that put something on your heart that you worship that's the thing that you learn and he said I want to do what pleases you if you want to please him it's worship it's talk to the Lord worship him 
what you gotta do is while you're working at stuff, you know, while you do things, just say, I love you, Lord. You're so gracious, Lord. You're the best thing that ever happened to me, Lord. I'm so glad that I'm born again. Has anybody noticed the change in your pastor? I am so surprised. But usually my grandkids, they notice everything right away. And they see me up up and tell me right away. I was working on the garbage disposal in the house and I got my beard called and it tore it off. <laughs> Nobody noticed my beard was gone. I had that thing for 20 years. And my wife, I forget when we were watching a movie or something, she said something. The next day when I was up in the bathroom, I took a shave and I cut it off. I had that thing for 20 years, I guess, at least 20 years. I, I took it all off, almost all off. Turn with me, if you would, to Luke 4, 1. I'm going to be reading some scripture to you about Christ. God didn't let you hang him. God gave you, he looked over heaven and gave you the best thing that he had. And that was his son. He gave his son, his only begotten son to die in your stead. Can you imagine? I, I remember my father when we started the church Jubilee in the basement of our home. Now, I didn't, I, I was not ever in an organization. I never had an organization uh, hand me a bunch of money to build a church or do anything like that. So we started in the basement of our home. Our basement was probably at least as big as this room here, if not a little bigger. And we started the, I guess we were in the basement probably about 10 years. And we had like about 100 people. And I started by faith to do that, to build the ministry. Uh, my wife and I, we, we got a, a credit card. We had a big amount on there for, for the church, for the purpose of the church. And, we put carpet, a big carpet in our basement. We had ceiling fans and lights and electrical. My son-in-law, he helped do a lot of it to do the wall board and the lighting and all that kind of stuff that we had to put the chairs. We really had, it was really, really nice. And we set up for God before we knew, before God said it was time to come to town. God had spoke to my heart. And it's amazing how God, how you know when God speaks to you. Because when God speaks to you, the thing is you got to have is patience. you got to wait. Just because God told you something, you don't have to get up and go out and do it right now. You have to learn that. You have to learn patience. God will tell you something ahead of time, but the patience is to wait and pray till God opens the door to do what you got to do. And when God spoke to my heart, I came home from work one day, and I went across our mailbox was across the street, and I got my mail, and I 
came across the street and I stepped in the yard. Now see, there, there's a procedure that God takes you through, but you've got to learn to listen to God. You've got to learn to follow God. Your development growth, you have a set of ears, spiritual ears, not these, these ears pick up a natural sound. But you have spiritual ears that hear stuff, and you'll even catch yourself saying to yourself, now where did that come from? Because the Spirit of God is very quiet, and he'll come, and he's a very good gentleman, and he'll speak to your spirit, and you're not even thinking about it, but it just comes in your spirit. And the Lord, I heard the Lord say to me, I want you to stop. I got in my yard, and I stopped. I had my hand full of mail. And he said, I want you to look at what I've allowed you to have. And I looked at our, we have two acres of property. We have a house and a swimming pool and a garage. It was a nice place, three bedroom home. And it was really a, really a nice place that the Lord had allowed us to have. And I said, yes, Lord, I see what you, and I give him the credit. I didn't give my wisdom, my schooling my job or anything like that. See, you got to watch where you give your credit to. That you come and God blesses you and then you forget to thank him or acknowledge he's the one that did Because <clears throat> if one little capillary would break in your brain, you're done. You're like a vegetable. You can lay in a bed and somebody has to bathe you, feed you, clothe you the rest of your life. Short of a miracle of God. Is anybody listening to me? You hear what I'm saying? So you don't take the credit to yourself. God allows you to have a sound mind. God allows you to have an education. God allows all those things to come to place, and you have to be careful as a believer to make sure that you give God the credit. And when I did that, the Lord said, the next thing I heard him say to me, could you let go of what what I've given you? And I knew what he was saying to me. He asked me to sell it, could I sell it? And I said, yes, Lord, because whatever you have, your vehicle, your clothes, your bank account, your money, your job, whatever you have, the moment the Lord Jesus Christ comes to take the believer to heaven, you're going to leave all that behind, all of it stripped off of you. You wore a wedding band for 50, 60 years, it's going to fall off. Everything you have that's worldly is going to be left behind. And God's going to clothe you with his goodness, with his Shekinah glory, like he did to Adam in the garden. And you're going to wear a robe. We're going to have robes of righteousness. You're not going to be dressed like you are now in suits and sneakers and whatever else you have. All those things are going to be left behind. Because they represent things that you obtained from the world. Because you work here. And your house, you're going to let your house behind. All those things, somebody else is going to acquire them. So you don't want to be fast on. That's why the Lord has to be first on your heart. He has to be first. Second, if you're married, it's your parents or your spouse or your children or your house, all those things fall in order afterwards. The first thing is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the first thing in your heart. He has to be because it all belongs to him. You go to Genesis, the Lord said he spoke and he saw. He spoke and he saw. He spoke and he saw. 
So everything we have, the metals, they come out of the earth because the Lord spoke them. The trees that we build houses with, the Lord spoke them and he saw them. And, all, and the rain that rains on our crops, the Lord spoke it and he saw it. All those things are the acknowledgement of God and that's why we have to see that. So Father, I'm asking you today to saturate the hearts of your children, your sons and daughters. Father God, let this word be a seed planted in their heart. Let their heart be receptive today. Don't allow the enemy to sidetrack their hearing, Lord, that they miss what the message is saying to them today, that they can grow thereby in Jesus' name. Now Luke 4 and 1 and says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness being 40 days tempted of the devil, and as those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, the after were a hunger. And the devil said unto him, now listen, the devil talks. If you be the son of God. See, he throwed doubt, he throwed a question in. If, if you're Jesus, if you're really the son. See, he'll question you. How many of you, since you've been saved, really felt like the enemy questioned you some, are you really born again? Did you really get saved? Did you really change? Come on now, we should all say, yeah, you should have. You should have heard that voice say that to you sometime. Because he wants us to doubt. That's his kingdom. His kingdom is of doubt, darkness, and that's what he does. He speaks to you. And he tries to get you to doubt. But if you stay in the word, you got to make time. I have people say to me, I don't have time. Honey, I, I got news for you. Please don't let the Lord hear you say that. What are you going to do when Jesus comes? What are you going to do when he takes you away from all this? <laughs> it's not whether you have time. If your heart has been blood bought, he's after you. So you don't say, I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to go to church. I don't have time to read the Word. Yes, we should. And he says in the Word that as the day is approaching, you will see a falling away. Where's, where's the people that occupy the empty seat? That doesn't make my preaching any different. That doesn't make Jubilee any different. It's where is people's hearts? Where are their hearts today? Probably in St. Mavis. How many know what St. Mavis is? You roll over, you can't get up. Yeah. Now, it's all right when you're not feeling good, so I'm not brow bashing anybody. If you be the Son of God, command these stones that they be made bread. See, he tempted him. He tempted him with the stones that he could be them. He knew he was a miracle worker. The devil knows and trembles. It's a shame. Some believers don't hardly believe nothing, but yet here the devil's the devil believes. He tells him to do a miracle, but he's not supposed to abuse his power. That's not what his power is for. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written. Now, if you notice each of the three tests that the enemy puts upon him, Jesus answers him the same with everything. 
it is written. Now notice your lesson I gave you, your title. But God said, no matter what the devil says, what did God say? See, what did God say to you? So when God spoke to my heart about, could I get rid of my home? Now, he won't ask everybody to do that. Because I, I run a ministry, God would ask me because God wanted me to bring Jubilee to town. He didn't want me to no longer have it in the house. That's why he asked me that. He won't ask you something just because he asked me. He might ask you something totally different. He won't ask, he won't ask you the same. I know people with the faith. I've heard people in the past speak, oh, well, you know, I've seen this and I heard that. That don't mean it's going to happen to you. I knew one person, he was afraid of getting, uh, waiting to get married and have children because he said they had a call in their life. They said the Lord might call them to be a missionary. Honey, if the Lord calls you to be a missionary, your spouse will want to go too. He won't call one of you and not the other. He'll cause you to be a minister. When I prayed and waited patiently on the Lord, the, the Lord laid it on my wife that her and I became team. We worked together as a team. She's not pulling one way and I'm getting, I know a person said God called them. Well, their wife is, never wants to do what they want to do. Well, then I question whether God really called you. Because if God called you, your partner is going to want to go with you unless there's otherwise something else happens. And the devil, taking him up into a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give you, and the glory of them, for this is delivered unto me, and to whomsoever I will give it. Now the devil uses things in the world. You have to be careful that money, jobs, nice vehicle, clothes, whatever it is, that it does not get attached to you. You can have it, but don't let it have you. That's the key. I had a nice house, but it didn't have me. But I prayed patiently because I knew in the Word. See, you have to go by what the Word said. What does the Word say? Whenever you face something, is it in the Word? You don't have to come ask me. Look in the Word. Is it in the Word? If it's not in the Word, I doubt whether God told you. So it should be a confirmation in the Word. And God said to be patient. I was patient after that day when I stood in my yard and the Lord spoke to my heart. Now, the Lord did not tell me to tell my wife. That's the first thing people do. You know where most of your trouble is? One inch below your nose. That's where most of your trouble is. Right here. This thing flaps. And the word says, be quick to hear and slow to speak. Most believers, it's the other way. Their mouth's always flapping. They never shut up. And since Facebook's out there, people's on there all the time. People's on there. It's unbelievable. I got the vaccine, so what? There's a lot of people dying that got the vaccine. So you better pray if the Lord told you to take the vaccine or not. You better listen to your conscience. I don't tell people to do something or not to do something. I say listen to your spirit. The Bible says you're supposed to train your spirit. Discipline your spirit. 
learn to listen to what God says and go to the Word and see if it's in the Word. Then when God tells you something, I have people come to me and tell me God spoke to them, and I said, is it in the Word? And that's most important. <laughs> so Jesus answered him and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written. See, he keeps saying the same thing. It's written. It's in the Word of God. And he's saying, as the Son of God, he's going to listen to the voice of God. And in John, there's scripture that says, only what I hear the Father say. Now, if you have your Bible, somebody turn with me to Acts 10.38. Real quick, stand up and read nice and loud. Acts 10.38. On your paper, I wrote the notes that 100% man, God is with us. After water baptism, Jesus had to be filled with the Holy Ghost, just as all believers are supposed to be filled. To accomplish the will of God, it's divine ability in us, through us. You can't do this yourself. It's the divine spirit of God. You're born again person that helps you. People say, I can't do that. I can't do this. You're right. But you're only half right. Read that nice and loud. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. See, now people will say to you, yeah, but that was Jesus. No. No. Read your Bible. He came to planet Earth as God. And he was stripped of his deity. He was 100% man. And he was 100% God. He didn't change just his representation change. He come to display the spirit of God on the planet earth so that he could walk with man. So the ability that he had, Acts 10.38 says that he had the power within him. He couldn't do it without that. He couldn't do it because, just because he was a man. Somebody turn to Hebrews 4 and 2. And read. Don't be afraid. Hebrews 4 and 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them who heard. See, now the word is preached, being preached to all of you here today. And everybody's hearing the same thing. But it won't profit everybody because some people have the spirit of unbelief. They don't believe it. You have to believe what you're hearing. You have to allow the seed of the word to get planted in your heart to be able to grow. Verses 2 to 4. Jesus was tempted with the pride of life, the lust of the eyes, and the lust of the flesh. Just as the first Adam, yet without yielding to the temptation. Physical bread, in general, is not limited to food, but money, education, and your human ability, etc., etc., etc. Now you can find that in Deuteronomy 8 and 3. Somebody want to turn quick? Quick, 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 quick. 
Deuteronomy 8, 3. You and suffered you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you knew not, neither did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Amen. Well, that's a scripture verifying what I just read to you there on your paper that you don't live by bread alone. And bread, I explained to you there, it's not limited to food, but it's money, education, and ability. All those things can underline food, underline the physical nourishment. But he said there's a spiritual nourishment. A lot of people search and search and search to fill their life with worldly things. They have nice houses, five, six, seven, eight, hundred thousand dollar homes. And yet in months to come, they're dissatisfied. Why? Because they have to feel the spiritual hunger. There's a spirit, all those nice things, a nice place to live, a good job, money, a good car, all those things will not satisfy. You'll find out eventually as the months and years go by, you'll still have a point if you don't worship God from your heart. If you don't worship, you're going to be dissatisfied. You're not going to be happy. You're going to keep searching and searching and searching. And I know a lot of believers are like that. They keep searching because they're looking in all the wrong places. Right here. Spiritual hunger. You have to search the Word of God. When you search the Word of God, you will find out. Now, like I was when my wife and I were first married. We had a home and we started buying furniture. We bought a nice car and got started making good money. <clears throat> but that didn't suffice. That didn't work, it didn't fill the heart.